Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of this podcast. I am super excited that you are joining me again today. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my previous episodes as much as I have enjoyed creating this learning platform. I thought I would switch things up today and switch over to discussions about thalassemia. I have made quite a few references to thalassemia in my previous episodes and thought it's time to have a discussion and explain what thalassemia actually is. So sit back and enjoy as we take a dive into the thalassemia world. (laughs) That was a tad dramatic, wasn't it? Let's just get straight into it. As I mentioned, we'll be discussing all about thalassemia today. So what thalassemia is, the history and the origins, the links to the production of normal hemoglobin and the different types of thalassemia. Thalassemia is an inherited genetic condition that leads to an abnormal production or an insufficient production of normal hemoglobin. Due to this abnormality in production, red blood cells are unable to function properly and this leads to a type of anemia. The type of anemia that is associated or that is linked with thalassemia is known as microcytic anemia. What is that? I hear you ask. (laughs) So a microcytic anemia causes the red blood cells to be smaller than your average sized red blood cell. And what this does is that it reduces the mean corpuscular volume. So the average blood cell volume is reduced and that signifies anemia. So the lower your MCV, so which is um, the abbreviation for mean corpuscular volume. So the lower your MCV, um, the more anemic you would be. But this result is looked at in conjunction with other blood your other blood results, if that makes sense. So the abnormality in normal hemoglobin production is caused by missing genes. So these genes have either been deleted or they have been deactivated. What this means is that the set of instructions that these genes would have sent to the body to make normal hemoglobin can't be sent because the genes are no longer there. So they're missing because they have either been deleted or they have been deactivated. The number of genes that have been deleted or deactivated determines the severity of thalassemia disease. So the more genes that are missing, the more severe the thalassemia disease is. Thalassemia has actually been around for a number of years and the first description of thalassemia was by a doctor called Dr. Thomas Cooley and this was reported in the early 1900s and he actually described the most severe form of beta thalassemia which is beta thalassemia major so you would find that beta thalassemia major is also known as Cooley's anemia thalassemia actually comes from the greek words thalassa which means sea and emia which means blood excuse my attempt at a greek accent 
but the reasons for these specific words is because um this condition was prevalent in people with italian greek cypriot origins so basically around the mediterranean sea and in fact thalassemia predominantly affects individuals who originate from countries around the mediterranean sea southeast asia the middle east indian and those with asian ancestry here in the uk eight out of ten babies born with thalassemia are born to parents who have indian pakistani or bangladeshi ancestry so similar to the sickle cell gene carriers of the thalassemia gene also had protection to the most deadliest form of malaria so having the thalassemia gene had a survival advantage so as you know hemoglobin is a gene and as i mentioned in my previous episode where i talked about hemoglobins it is made up of globin chains so these globin chains are called alpha and beta so you have two pairs of the alpha globin chains which is found on chromosome 16 and a pair of the beta globin chain which is found on chromosome 11. so to make normal hemoglobins you need four alpha globin chains plus two beta globin chains and what this gives is the main adult hemoglobin hemoglobin a just to mention that the major hemoglobin that a baby carries is known as fetal hemoglobin. Fetal hemoglobin starts to decline, so it starts to drop from about six months old. And um, what happens is that it starts to switch over to making normal adult hemoglobin. So this switch is actually important because what it does is that increases the uh, efficiency of oxygen delivery to your tissues and various organs around your body. So if this does not occur, this would indicate that the individual has inherited a type of hemoglobinopathy. And what this means is that they've either inherited an abnormal production of hemoglobin which is caused by a structural variant such as sickle cell disease or such as the sickle cell gene or they're producing a reduced amount of hemoglobin which is caused by genes either being deleted or deactivated like in thalassemia disease okay so i hope that dive wasn't too deep for you and I hope you now have a better understanding of what thalassemia is and you found this episode insightful. The next episode would be a discussion about the different types of thalassemia and how they are inherited. Until then, continue to stay safe and I'll see you all next week.